This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So, if this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. So, uh, Ronda Rousey said in a recent interview that she did the easy version of WWE. I mean, is there really an easy way of working WWE? I mean, that's, what does she mean by that? I, I guess maybe like I don't know. I haven't read the whole interview yet, but I saw it like pop up when I was looking over some news. I mean, I could say you took the easy way out because you're freaking Ronda Rousey. I, I don't know if like the, the easy way out, you know, but like, you know what I mean? Like she she kind of like had it a little bit more propped up than uh, than maybe some of the other people. I, I mean, know. yeah, I I would agree with that. I've said After- I've said that on. You know, previous episodes, right? I, I have no bad blood towards Ronda Rousey, no, but not at but all. you know, if if she's saying, "Oh, I got the easy version of WWE," I can pretty much agree with that. Yeah, I mean, if if she's saying it, I mean, I, if I, that's yeah. what she means by it, yeah, you know, I'll have to read the article and see what she means. Yeah, hmm. so yeah, I just didn't think that there was an easy version of being in WWE. If you'd be like three hundred days out of the year, you're away from your house. No, but you know, but away if from you're your family, if you're comparing. Ronda Rousey's WWE run and Kurt Hawkins' WWE run, I would say, yeah, Ronda Rousey got got the easier bit. You know what I mean? You know what's not the easy bit, Steven? What's that? This episode of Headlock Talk, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Of course, my name's Tanner, and to my right, the one, the only, Mr. Steven Grudy. I'm back, everyone. He's back. Hello. So, t- Steven, you're going to have to tell us all about your trip to Seattle here for the 10 count. Oh, okay. I see. Tell us all about your trip to Seattle, man. Man, so uh, when I was younger, we we went to California for 
uh, Disneyland. Yeah. That's Disneyland, right? Not World. World's in Florida. World's in Florida. Right. Uh, so we went to Disneyland. But I was really, really young. I was like six or something like that. And I remember a little bit of, about it, but not too much. Mm. Uh, so I consider this trip to be my first, like, real, like, outside of Texas vacation. Yeah. And, man, I had the freaking time of my life. I bet. It was awesome, man. We, uh, Seattle's a fantastic city. Um, we also were we were also in Bellevue and Kent, which are uh, two like kind of subdivision cities of uh, of Seattle. I guess you could equate it to like Round Rock. Uh, oh, okay. Here, here in Austin, R- Round Rock and Austin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, everyone everyone we talked to was the nicest person, salt of the earth people. Um, the it's first a, person. It's a beautiful part of the country. If, oh, yeah. if you guys haven't been to Seattle before, uh, or if you're uh, not in the U.S. and you want to come to the U.S., Seattle is definitely a, a marquee place to go. Absolutely, yeah. And they're a huge uh, tourist town, too. So yeah. uh, people who aren't from there, you got plenty, plenty to do there. Um, we went to this one place called the Chihuly Glass Museum, mm-hmm. uh, which was really, really cool. I forget the guy's name. Uh, his last name's Chihuly, though. He's a like a famous... N- uh, not like Ch- Cholula, like the hot sauce. Not like the hot sauce. Okay. Li- like the, the hot sand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's an ironic name for him. <laughs> um, but no, it was really, really cool. Um, we did see the Museum of Pop Culture... Uh, they had a, a whole thing with uh, Nirvana and Jimi Hendrix. That's had cool. A, had a lot of their old gear and uh, stuff like that. Any, any WWE or wrestling memorabilia up there? I didn't see any. No? I didn't see any. I saw some pop figures. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, some pretty cool fo- uh, pop <clears throat> figures. I saw a Sergeant Slaughter pop figure oh, that see? I haven't seen before. There you go. Yeah. Um, the Sarge. Yeah. We went to Pike Place Market. Uh, I don't know if y'all have heard of that. Yeah, well, the, uh, they throw fish. They throw fish. Yeah, they they have these cherries that are like this, like the size of a small golf ball. Yeah, and they're fantastic. Um, I bet they're delicious. Cherries. They really are. And it's, I'm not a seafood guy, so it's kind of funny that I went to Seattle because uh-huh. that's like you know that's their big. That's like ninety percent of like what they eat. Yeah, yeah, but um, everything else we had was fantastic. We went to this place called Romeo's. It's like an Italian grill. Mm-hmm. We had some pasta. Nice. Uh, some banging pasta. Um, and then also, there were some uh, some some fun stuff. There was some, some fun stuff. There, there, there's fun stuff in, in Seattle and in some states that we don't have here in Texas. Yeah, oh. And, uh... Like, 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 slip and slide? Or, like... No, more, like, um... J- just look at Matt Riddle. Huh. And uh, and what you think of with Matt Riddle, hmm. Seattle's got a lot of fun versions of that. Uh, so. Matt, Matt Riddle, um, yeah. like like skateboarding. Oh yeah, or um, yeah, like some skateboarding, like, like flip flops, flip flops. Yep, okay. I saw lots of flip flops. Huh. huh, man, I really don't know what this is, Stephen. Uh, I'll do my own research. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, oh. I, I don't. I don't want to <clears throat> say it on air and ruin the surprise. There you go. Uh, I, lots of fun stuff. Uh, it's a very green state. Oh, like they're eco-friendly. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure. I'll have to. I'll have to take a trip sometime yeah. and see how it is. One thing that was weird though, yeah. their highways are sixty miles an hour. That's pretty wonderful. 
Uh, I would expect them to be a bit faster. Felt like I was going slow everywhere. Yeah, I'd expect them to be fast. And their highways are crazy too. They got these like, there's like pre-exits yeah. that you take, and then like off of that exit, there's like three other exits, huh. and like one of one will take you south, one will take you north, one will take you west, and if you take the wrong turn, you're going in the exact yeah, opposite you're screwed. direction. It, the highways are insane over there. Speaking of insane, uh-huh. I don't mean to cut you off. No, Steven, no, no. But um, uh, this episode of Headlock Talk mm-hmm. is going to be more WWE centric. Yes. Right? Yes. Because um, we're going to preview Money in the Bank. Um, we're going to preview a couple other things, uh, hopefully, going on. But um, I wanted to just touch base and say how awesome Progress Wrestling's Super Strong Style 16 tournament was oh yeah um i just was able to watch um night one there are three nights of it and i know we plug uh, demand progress all the time it's the de- demand dash progress yep um yeah go go to there you can sign up for about eight bucks a month it's well worth it you get their whole back catalog of wrestling shows you also get a whole bunch of other promotions that you can watch. We are not a paid sponsor by any means. We're just we're just two fans. Two big fans. Two yep. big fans. But um, Stephen, I know you're looking forward to getting into some progress with this show, and I can tell you right now, night one did not disappoint. And from what I've heard from our friends at Wrestle Thoughts, uh, all three nights were fantastic. Right on. So right on. Uh, highly I'm ready lo- to jump back into wrestling, man. Yeah. Been gone for a week. I'm ready. Highly looking forward to it. And the next week, we've got New Japan's Best of the Super Juniors tournament, which is going to be great. Man. Our our good friend Jonathan Gresham is going to be there. Ah. Will Ospreay is going to be there. Uh, Bandito is going to be there. Uh, El Fantasmo from Canada, he will be there. These are some huge names. These are some big names, guys. <laughs> so, Best of the Super Juniors is another big one uh, to look out for. And if you don't subscribe to them, or if you're like, man, I'm really picky about how I spend my money, and I get that, you know, you probably already unsubscribed from WWE Network, and you know what? That's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, if you have an extra twenty bucks a month to spend on some some high quality wrestling streaming, Demand Progress and New Japan's New Japan World are both great choices yeah. uh, to to make here. Um, you know, definitely with the best of the Super Juniors next week, it's going to be fantastic. It'll be probably about two weeks, I want to say. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. So let's get into some more WWE centric news here. We are going to do the Money in the Bank preview here, but of course, uh, just to stay true uh, with who we are, let's play some face turn heel turn here, Stephen. Let's do it. You ready to go? I am. I am. Fantastic. Let's do it. <clears throat> I can't think of a better place to start face turn, heel turn <laughs> than um, this past Monday night on Raw. We learned of a new a new rule, uh-huh. a new wild card rule. Uh-huh. Um, this is like this is like the limp biscuit of like WWE trying hard to do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's just like seriously, this is what you did. This is what you came up with. Yeah. Um, so so face turn, heel turn, Stephen, <laughs> on WWE's wild card rule here. Uh, heel turn, sort of. Okay. Uh, so the the only problem I have with this is that if you're gonna make a new rule, yeah, I, like that's fine. It's your product, right? You know, like I'm not telling you what to do, right? It's your thing. But if you're gonna make a rule, you gotta stick to your own rules. And, yeah. And it's very strange that you know they 
I can't remember all the people that they had uh, brought out on Raw, but then at the end they had Lars Sullivan come out, yeah. and, they, and then Vince was like, "Okay, four then." Yeah. And yeah. just just for the listener, and I apologize, this is on this is on me. Go ahead. The wild card rule is basically Vince McMahon saying, "Hey, you can be on Raw or on, if you're a if you're a SmackDown guy, or you can be on SmackDown if you're a Raw guy or gal for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go onto these shows." I think it. I think he put like a designated four person maximum. Well, he put a three person. Yeah. Initially, and then he made it four. Whenever Lars came back and scared him. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he so he made this rule, and and then he said, but but you have to be invited, right? right. And I, I don't know if too many people were invited on SmackDown the following night. Like the Usos definitely weren't invited. Mm. Right. Right. Like so. So go on. I, I apologize. I was no, in the no. Of, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of strange <clears throat> to me. Um, it, it's a very confusing rule. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I do like the idea of, of, you know, I like the brand split personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it leads to some cool storylines that we wouldn't get normally. Yeah. Um, but it can also hinder in a way and uh kind of take some storylines off the table right Mm -hmm. and so the wild card rule is kind of cool because those storylines aren't taken off the table anymore right you know and you can have those smackdown raw feuds if you want to yeah um but it just doesn't seem like there's any amount of consistency on this rule Mm -hmm. and that they're kind of just writing the show and then saying oh they're here because of that 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 rule yeah that, that we mentioned and it's like okay cool but you haven't laid out what this rule is. In fact, you've changed it three times already. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not necessarily against it. Yeah. But if you're gonna make it this confusing and this inconsistent, it's like man. But but Stephen Vince said himself that he's a genius for this. You know uh, this decision. You know uh, you know, uh, you don't agree. I mean, it's not a bad decision. Yeah. Like it. Like I said, it's a cool rule. Yeah. But they're not sticking with it in any way. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. You, you've. I mean, you've convinced me. I'm. I'm. I'm going heel turn myself, but yeah. but for different reasons. Um, I I think a lot of this um, that that you have here with this uh, new wild card rule can definitely hinder, like what you said. Some of the other guys on the roster who wouldn't have a big spot. The reason mm-hmm. why he's trying to do this is to get the big names and be like build anticipation. Mm-hmm. You know, oh anybody could show up from SmackDown or anybody can show up from Raw, and it's yeah. like I get that, right? But let's let's try and promote some of the talent that you aren't really using because you're needing to make Which stars. There's a lot, right? You need to make stars right now. If you're just saying, okay, well here's the same you know few guys week in week out, and they're going to appear twice a week. That's not really doing anybody very much good. You're right. overworking the talent that's already working hard. Oversaturating. Yep. And yeah. then, but but you're not creating new stars at the same time. Right. Plus, what are you going to do about Survivor Series? I mean, we're kind of like in the middle of like, okay, well, is this a brand split or is this not a brand split? Right. Like, what's you know what what's up and down anymore? Yeah. No, for sure. And <clears throat> I like that you brought up that point because that's another really big thing here. Like, you know, with with Survivor Series. What are you going to do there? Yeah. You know, if you are going to continue this this whole thing of, you know, they can come over at any time and blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, I mean, it's, why do we have two brands at all then? Right. It's not the end of the world. Right. But it's like, you know, it, you know, it, I think there's a phrase for this, you know, uh, 
poop or or you know get off the toilet mm. you know mm. so are we gonna do this bl- this bland I, I, I almost say it again bland split no brand split yeah are we gonna do that or are we you know uh, are we just gonna do away with it yeah you know should it should it be everybody you know has a chance to be on the show how about we just have the roster and you write good shows based on whoever's on the entire roster yeah that should be yeah. Raw and SmackDown. No, that's to me. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and this is if it continues the way that it's looking like it's going to continue, it's just going to create an even bigger talent problem mm-hmm. than what WWE has been doing recently. Where you know we saw Roman on both shows. Yeah, you know we saw Styles on both shows. It's like okay, cool. I'm I'm not like I'm not going to get mad at you for that. But at the same time, it's like where was Rey Mysterio? Right. Where was, uh, you know... Where's Buddy Murphy? Where's Buddy Murphy? Where's, yeah. Where's Cedric Alexander? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know where Aleister Black is, but he... Ha- I mean, he's been cutting promos. That was a great promo, too. He, he cuts, oh, he cuts so good. really good promos, yeah. but uh, but we we need to see him, yeah. you know? We need to see him out there being a good, uh, an awesome talent that we know that he is. Yeah. Where's Cesaro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just... These are the questions, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I just hope it doesn't lead to an even more stale product than w- what we've been getting. You know, because Raw's been... Eh. SmackDown's been... Uh, eh. A little better, but eh. Yeah. Um, but, but if you have... If you do carry on in this capacity, you're yeah. going to have a much bigger issue. Speaking of big issues... Oh, God. Um, let's talk about Lars Sullivan real quick. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Because uh, yeah. to be honest, it's I really don't feel like it's worth my time. Yeah. Um, but uh, Laura Sullivan um, came out and apologized for comments that he made on a um, a bodybuilding forum mm-hmm. that he used to be a member of. Yeah. Uh, one of his accounts that he had, he got suspended, and then he created a whole another account under a different name. Um, a lot of these comments could be seen as uh, bigoted. Or just um, very irrational. He, he made some comments about uh, people with mental health issues, which is a bit ironic. We even we even apologized to Lars Sullivan after we found out that he had anxiety issues mm-hmm. uh, uh, upon his trying to make a debut on Raw. Uh, we apologized back in January for that, and yet now we find ourselves seeing okay, well, he's actually. You know, uh, he's he's got problems against people who have mental yeah. health issues. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm the the question is face turn heel turn regarding his apology. Is it a believable uh, apology? Do you feel like it's vindicated? Do you feel like like he's you know done enough? Has WWE done enough? So I'm very weird about this one just yeah. because I don't buy into the whole apology culture of like bringing up someone's past yeah. and, and badgering them right. over it and, and really just being like you're you're a terrible person because yeah. of this thing I found six years ago right right and we, all, we all learn and we all grow right, right. And, and and so I'm <clears throat> I understand that yeah everyone grows and, and everything like that however there's some really, really messed up stuff in there. Yeah, you know, most of the most of the kind of rage mobs that that you hear about are are a little over, over the top. Yeah, and, and I agree. really not. You know, it, it's really not worth anyone's time to really go into that. Mm-hmm. This, however, um, 
It's just a bit ironic, you know, and and, and yeah. well, uh, I, I'm, I mean, it's going to be hard for either of us to say, okay, well, you know, face turn, I believe it, or heel turn, right. I don't, because we don't right. know Lars' psyche I mean, I know in Lars, this. You know, right. I, don't, I don't know Lars. Um, I it, will say um, it doesn't seem genuine to me okay. over uh, just some of the stuff that he said. Yeah. You know, a lot of it was really... Um, Brutal, but also nonchalant in yeah. a way that that made me feel like uh, no, that's just how he feels, and he's just kind of speaking his mind. Yeah, you know, uh, true. I, I'll leave it with this: uh, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. And I think there's there's a few critical aspects of this. There was a fan on Twitter who asked Big E Langston about it. And Big E was like, "Yeah, there's people who are aware of the situation. It's kind of up to him to, to you know, make it right or to show his true colors, you yeah. know." Um, in so many words, I mean, that's not verbatim what he said, but that's kind of the point he was trying to put across. Right. Um, there was another fan who <laughs> they actually wrote to um, uh, Mars Wrigley, the you know right, Snickers, right. yeah, and they were like, you know. Are you okay with WWE promoting a, somebody like Lars Sullivan who's said these things? And apparently it's legit. And Lars, uh, you know, Mars, rather, not Lars, uh, Snickers wrote them back and were, mm. like, were like, you know, we are aware. You know, yeah. we do look forward to seeing and, WWE. And honestly, and I don't want to cut you off yeah. uh, too much, but uh, that right there, that specific example yeah. is the kind of rage mob that I don't like. Yeah. Where it's like, hey... Did I'm gonna see? go to this other company yeah. and try to ruin this guy's financial life. Yeah, you know, no, I, I get that. For I don't sure. dig that. Um, I definitely don't dig what he said, but you know, right? It's it's up to their business. Yeah. You know, um, I will note, and I'm and, and I agree with you on that. Um, I will note that it is a bit strange that it was after somebody wrote uh, to Biggie Langston and he said the things that he said. Uh, that WWE more likely than not had him say, "Okay, you need to sit down and do like a public apology about yeah. this stuff." Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, it's it does it definitely seems like a more corporate apology than anything else. Yeah, which um, corporate apologies never really come off as uh, right as genuine. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. Let's let's move on to something a bit more lighthearted, Stephen. How about oh, a that? A bit more, a <laughs> bit more. I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay, I'll say substantially more lighthearted okay, because okay. I really like this idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, for those in the know, uh, Shane McMahon uh, gave Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan the SmackDown tag titles. They didn't win them. Mm-hmm. He, he just gave it to them. Yeah. Which that's a whole different can of worms, right there. It's like you know you could have had like some matches, right? Yeah, like I mean, you should have. You're a you're a wrestling show, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a talk show now. I mean, they had a they had, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <he's going. laughs> they had a good enough match with the Usos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was kind of scrolling through, um, like I said, some wrestling news, and Daniel Bryan made an interesting comment about how he would like to see tag teams main event. WrestleMania one day. So, Steven, face turn, heel turn, tag team main events at WrestleMania? What do you think about that? Oh, man. So, <clears throat> tag team main events. Yeah. I'm totally for it. Okay. Totally for it. Yeah. Uh, a WWE ran tag team main event? 
Yeah. Please, God, no. <laughs> Please, right. God, no. Um, now, if you want to, if you want to get some tag teams from Progress. Yeah, or or from NXT, PWG, yeah. give them a main event. Yeah. Absolutely, do it. Yeah. But with WWE's current track record of of tag team matches, that would be a cluster, ex- like cluster beep, a, a cluster explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you're going heel turn. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually going to go face turn. Okay. I I I am all for if you can build a story good enough. You know, if it is if it is on par with the best storytelling that you've had that year, and it happens to be a tag team feud, let's see it. I, mean, I would I would love to see that. I agree with that. Yeah, to a certain degree, just with the track record of tag team matches in WWE recently, yeah, that match would be awful. Well, here we're gonna do some fantasy booking later. But let me fantasy book this. Yeah. Say you had both the Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain on the main rosters, right? They already put on some great matches in NXT. That's cheating. No, but that's let's, cheating. let's just say, let's just for all intents and purposes, yeah, okay. right? Like, you know, I if you had WrestleMania in England, which has been rumored for years that they're going to try and do a, a, an England WrestleMania one day. Yeah. Why not have Mustache Mountain try and go for the tag team titles in the main event at WrestleMania one day? You're painting me into a box here, Tanner. I, I know. That's cheating. Uh, but but the, they are NXT. But they could be main roster. They absolutely could be main yeah. roster, but... I'm just saying. Or, I mean, or I agree you, with you, yeah. yeah. If, if we could have an undisputed era Mustache Mountain tag team main event at WrestleMania? Yes, please. Yeah, 100%. But great. they're NXT. That. Or like um, you know, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus the War Raiders. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Oh, okay, so the so the state of tag team wrestling is much like the state of the rest of the wrestling in WWE. Uh, it's not there yet. Yeah, but I still believe it could be. It absolutely could be. Yeah, it I'm, absolutely. I'm could certainly be. Yeah. open to a story in which a tag team could be main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I'm not completely closed off to it yeah. you know they they definitely could do it correctly yeah. it's just from everything i've seen it, it doesn't seem like they would do it correctly yeah. you know true fair i i get that completely i, I understand let's move away from wwe real quick okay. all right we'll move back to it in a moment <laughs> but uh let's talk about aew um double or nothing's coming up very very soon and one of the storylines going into Double or Nothing is um, Hangman Adam Page. They he talked about this at AEW's big press conference. Um, how he wanted to be uh, first ever AEW champion. Uh, after that, he was interrupted by Pac, and that set up their match right. for Double or Nothing. So, my question to you is: Face turn, heel turn. Should Hangman Adam Page be the first ever AEW champion? Can I do both? <laughs> Face turn and heel turn? And explain why like, like for a, both? Like a tweener. <coughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a term, tweener. You're in between, you know, oh, okay. face, heel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah can I, I'll do both. Okay. So, okay, so, um, so give me some face turns and some heel turns. Though. So heel turn, no. Okay. Kenny Omega should be. Ah, okay. Based off star power alone. Uh, and, and this isn't necessarily. This is just like a business thing. Like, they, yeah, they should make Kenny Omega champion because <clears throat> he's freaking Kenny Omega, right? Um, but face turn, yeah, 
Why freaking not? Yeah. Why freaking not? Adam Page, he's fantastic in the ring, fantastic on the mic, has all of the makings of a fantastic champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he'd be a, a really great champion. Yeah. But but I would say that Omega would be the better champion just based on a business standpoint. I can agree with you on that for sure. Though I will I will say this. I'm going face turn on this simply because that would be shots fired all over WWE in terms of, hey, guess what? We actually made a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, th- that's we, true. We, we took somebody and we gave him a journey to becoming, if they can make the journey right and they can build it right, which I have no doubt that they can. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they're not giving themselves the same constraints that WWE is right now. If they say, yeah, here's the story of Adam Page becoming the first ever champion and you have Kenny Omega standing in his way in some kind of finals of a tournament, yeah. that would be great. Yeah. And then, and then Adam Page somehow pulls out the win. He's your first ever champ. That's a great story. Absolutely. And no, then he, that would be really cool. And Ken, that doesn't mean that Kenny won't ever win the title. I'm right. sure he will be like... He'll, he'll be the, the winningest He'll be the winningest champion, probably. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So that will be that will be great. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that idea. And, and that is kind of an extra little jab at yeah. WWE. You know? I like that. I, yeah, I think I think it'll happen. I, I think it should happen. Right. Um... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of things that should and should not happen, though, <laughs> our, our last face turn, heel turn before the Money in the Bank preview. Um, so Becky Lynch introduced the world to her mom uh-huh. recently. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day out there, everybody. Yeah, Mama Lynch. Mama Lynch. Yep. The the ma. There you go. As opposed to the man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so um, someone took an acute uh, notice of uh, the ma. One Mr. Big E Langston. Yeah. He's got the hots for for He's Becky Lynch's mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, face turn, heel turn, what would you think of, uh, like, a, an angle, or maybe not even an angle, but, like, even an actual in, in real life relationship between <laughs> Becky Lynch's mom and Big E Langston? Face turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you make each other happy, yeah. Uh, then yeah. Absolutely. A- a- in terms of, like, a, a real... Real relationship, you know. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all really like each other, wanna wanna hash it out, go ahead. You yeah. Know? I'm I'm not here to stop you. Yeah. From a work angle, that'd be weird as all hell. <laughs> Super weird. You could make like an angle where like they get married at like a Las Vegas kind of thing, like yeah. like an Elvis chapel. Yeah. And then like Becky Lynch and uh, Big E have to team up. You know. Uh, Becky will go by Becky Langston. Becky Langston, yeah. And then Big E, they could be a they could be an intergender tag team. Yeah, because those always work so well. Win the tag belts, it'd be great. Yeah, that'll revive SmackDown. <laughs> I'm down for this. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see where it goes. Uh, I think it's gonna be a, a fine angle. There, there's I don't nothing... even know if it's an angle. I, like, let's be real. He could really just have the hots for her. And this could be like based on how they were saying, how they were talking. It seems like an angle. It, it seems like they were trying to be a little comedic with it. I, I don't know, man. I don't know because Biggie straight said, "I don't know if I need to say this on air." I mean, so so Big E said that he would like to be um, like a, like a spin class instructor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, Becky responded that. 
from what her mom said, all he would need is some pedals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, to which Big E replied in all caps and a bunch of exclamation points and question marks. Yeah. She trying to ride? Yeah. So, um, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think that's all you really need to know about uh, this relationship and where it's going. I mean, yeah, you're pretty pretty much caught up. He uh, Let's see where that goes. He, uh, he took a really uh, comedic picture of um, he. It was like him laying down, and he had like some like rubber gloves, and it was like a selfie picture, uh-huh. looking at the picture frame. And then he like this, the side picture next to it was like her face, like like Mama Lynch's face. It was good stuff, man. So yeah, let's see where this goes. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Where Even it goes. if it's just a Twitter thing, I think it's just gold. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so let's let's go from uh, from funny to uh, well, um, money. Hey, hey, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, so next Sunday will be Money in the Bank. It will also be. The last episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, so, so oh, this is the last one. Next week. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why there's so many people like, oh, man, like, should I watch Money in the Bank or should I just watch Game of Thrones? We'll see if they can uh, bring this series out of the ashes. Yeah. Uh, you haven't been a big fan of Game of Thrones so far yet, huh? I mean, I love Game of Thrones. Yeah, the, the last season. Season 8, though, has been pretty garbo. Oh man, the 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 battle was dope. Yeah, other I agree. than that, though, it was like, well, let's see what happens this week. Maybe yeah. maybe they ramp it up this week and give us a good build towards the last. I have a episode. cool theory to to share with you, off air. Off air, yeah. Okay, yeah. off air. See, well, maybe we'll have to do this whole like you know headlock talk after dark thing where maybe. we can go full ham on some spoilers. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we'll, we'll, we're going to watch Money in the Bank. We're obviously going to give you, um, an episode next week. Yep. Um, and we'll see what happens with Money in the Bank, but let's preview it this week. Cause I feel like it's, you know, it's, it's worthy of your time, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Um, uh, so there is a lot going on here with this card. Some of it looks great and some of it, um, a bit unnecessary, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so we've got Tony Nice, who's the current um, cruiserweight champion for 205 Live. He'll Much be taking deserved. on, yeah, he'll, he'll be taking on Arya Davari. Now, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen a lot of Arya Davari myself. <coughs> uh, I've heard there's a lot of promise, though. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see uh, how this turns out. 205 Live. It's interesting to see a, a cruiserweight title division without Buddy Murphy or Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Or Mustafa Ali. Those mm-hmm. were the, the big three. Yeah. And now that they've all moved on, you know, 205 Live have to, has to do some rebuilding, and I think this is a good place to start. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how that turns out. Uh, this will probably be on the pre-show, which yeah. I don't mind too much. Um, it'll probably be one of the better matches on the card if we know what 205 Live's yeah. track record has been for pay-per-views. Yeah. I, I really almost wish that they would mm-hmm. take the, the 205 Live stuff off the pre-show. <clears throat> Yeah, and uh, put it on the main show. Yeah, yeah, just because you know it's they've done it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen. There seen was it. one where it was. Um, I want to say it was Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali mm. back at. Um, um, TLC. Oh, okay. Yeah, there right you on. go. I think it was TLC. Right on. If if we're wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to write back yeah, into us. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, good match. Um, we'll we'll have to wait and see what how it turns out. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. U.S. title has been on a massive downslide as of recently. Uh-huh. Um, we'll have to wait and see, and it's it mostly has to do with. They they keep booking Samoa Joe to lose, mm. and as much as I want to see Rey Mysterio get his win back over Joe, Joe just doesn't seem like a credible champion yeah. to me at this point. Yeah, if you want, if you do want this uh, this championship on Samoa Joe for an extended amount of time, he has has to win this match. Yeah, uh, if he doesn't, <sighs> who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean. At this point, if he doesn't, it's very likely that, you know, they have a rematch on, on the Raw after, and oh, then it goes back God. to Samoa Joe. You know? It, yeah. <laughs> they've done it before. Uh, the, this title reign has been um, all over the place. Yeah. Or maybe maybe Ray loses, and then Dominic Mysterio, Ray's son, mm. has to come in and, and beat up Joe, because Dominic's been training. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, we haven't seen him in a match and then we have a Samoa Joe and Dominic Do- Dominic feud. I don't know, man. Could be dope. It, Could it be might dope. be. Hey, who knows? Maybe Dominic's like super legit, incredible. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah. like Andrade levels of right. awesome. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we'll have to see. That would be great. Um, speaking of Andrade, let's talk about the men's Money in the Bank ladder match real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin representing Raw. Mm-hmm. And then we've also got Mustafa Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton uh, representing SmackDown. Now, I'm I can I already know that Ricochet and Baron Corbin will be having a match on Raw this week. Mm. Most likely, we'll have Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. But big guys, big guys. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of beef. A lot of beef. Uh, but on SmackDown, they're actually going to have a Fatal Four Way. Mm. Which those four are gonna have a lit match? Absolutely, yeah. That's gonna be really nice. Um, I would like to see a SmackDown guy win it, but mm. I I have a feeling in my heart that Drew's gonna win it. It looks like it's gonna be a great match on paper, though. Yeah, it's either Drew or I mean, I could. I mean, it really could just be Drew. <laughs> I mean. I do see scenarios where it could be Ricochet, where it could be Mustafa Ali, where it could be Andrade. Mm-hmm. I think Finn is good where he's at with yeah. the with the IC title, but you know, you never know. It could, it could be Finn. I, I just think you know, with what we've seen so far, it, it's going to be too early uh, to pull the trigger on Ricochet, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. Vince seems to hate Ali and Andrade. <laughs> So I really don't see them winning either. And then obviously Drew McIntyre's the uh, the it the, boy, the, the it boy golden child. So yeah. I really don't see anyone uh, winning here other than Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. However, it does look like a pretty decent match. Yeah. And I do like that they tied up the loose end with the whole Ricochet uh, Robert Roode or Bobby Roode Robert yeah. Roode now, right? Yeah, yeah. R- uh, Rob Robert Roode. Yeah. So they they tied that up, which is nice. Um, so yeah. It's gonna be a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see anyone other than Drew winning, which unfor- which is unfortunate. But you know, it'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It could be a surprise. We could get Andrade to win it. I, yeah, I think that would be that would nice. be killer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say probably top three in terms of like probability here. Uh, I would say probably Drew, 
and then Andrade, and then maybe a tie somewhere between Ricochet and Ali. I really think it's, as much as I would love it, I really think it's too early to, to uh, put it on Ricochet. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, you know, if they were smart, they would do it. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with that for sure. Um, let's talk about, let's see here. Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans have a match for the Raw Women's Championship. Finally. This is, <laughs> this will be a big proving ground for Lacey Evans. Yeah. Um, she's had a few matches. They've looked like squash matches all the way through, mm-hmm. but every time her and Becky get together, it's a pull apart brawl. Yeah, um, so it should be heated. Um, I do expect Lacey to come out looking good, um, but that's going to be up to how far Becky can carry her. Yeah, yeah, no hundred percent. Um, I don't, I don't see. I don't know. This is going to be an okay match. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be nearly as good as the Becky Charlotte match is going to be. Okay. Um, just because, you know, Charlotte has, she's got more experience. She's got more, uh, yeah. she's got more time under her belt and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, not saying that Lacey Evans looks like bad in the ring uh, right. or anything. She, you know, she looks fine. Um, I don't know. It, using one of the words I used last week for, for uh, wordplay, it's going to be telling. Uh, yeah. So so we'll we'll see how Lacey Evans is going to be uh, going forward. I do think that she's going to. I think this is going to be a good match for her, yes. even if she loses. So absolutely, I I can agree with you on, on there. Or and, and if there's some kind of thing that happens in the match where it's like, okay, well, Lacey kind of you know either gets disqualified or there's a count out, whatever shenanigans happens, it keeps her strong. Yeah. With Becky also maintaining the title, I don't want shenanigans. I want a straight up <laughs> singles match, decisive uh, winner. Yeah, Becky wins fair and square, but in a way that doesn't make that doesn't kill Lacey Evans. You know, right? I mean, you you would have to have a very good match out of her to to get to that. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. That's what previews are all about, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, let's talk about Roman versus Elias. Boo! Oh, if we uh, if you listen to last week's episode, uh, smells like mock spirit. Um, we we noted a, in the intro about how we weren't looking forward to this at all. Um, I love uh, how you equated it to two percent milk. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the, the phrase "it's going to be a very bland match," and most people aren't going to like it. <laughs> it it sums it up perfectly. I just, I mean, I understand why there's people out there who like Elias a lot, um, but at the same time, it's like, I've watched him for about two years now. I can't tell you what his finishing move is. Right. Um, which, that's really kind of weird of WWE. Normally, they're like really in your face of like, oh, well, that's his finisher, and it's called this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Um, you know, but, well, I mean... Then you've got Roman Reigns, who's, like, going at Vince McMahon, but Elias is, like, his lackey, like, yeah. Vince's lackey yeah. kind of in the background here. Uh, this is just very strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The The storyline that they're trying to go with here, they didn't, they took, like, ten minutes to build it. Right. And <laughs> it, it just doesn't really make that much sense. Um I, I really, mean, I really don't think you could book a match that I care less about. <laughs> I mean, look, if Elias comes out looking like a complete superstar, 
I will eat my words. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but we I haven't just, gotten that before. Yeah. So. I just I just don't I just don't know if, if Elias has it in him to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So for sure. We'll have to wait and see. Um let's see here. <laughs> uh, Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage. Tell, mm. Talk to me a little bit here, Stephen. You you made some interesting comments off air. Yeah. Uh, um. So I've been very vocal about this feud. Yeah. Uh, saying that I I like it a lot. Uh, it's junk food and all that. <laughs> um, and I'm still not like a hundred percent like get out of my face, but at the same time, it is kind of overstaying its welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, the the biggest thing I think that caused it, uh, honestly, was the the wild card rule. Because now you're getting this feud two nights a week, you know, instead True. of the one, and uh, and now it just feels like I can't get away from it, you know, like it it had that old school junk food vibe of just <laughs> you know two guys beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, they got a feud going on. Yep. It's cool, um, and I, I'm still I'm still on board, you know, I'm still on board, but but at the same time, uh, starting to get a little. A little yeah. much, yeah. A little much, a little heavy. Um, maybe dial it back a little bit, and and you can keep it going. But um, at this point, I hope that this match is the end. I do too. So. I think that would be that would be good if they would just finished it here. Mm-hmm. Though I think I made note of this on a prior occasion. I can definitely see uh, Shane and Miz being perched on the top of the cage, battling it out. Yeah. And then Miz accidentally clocks Shane just a little bit too much, and Shane falls over and goes through a table. Through the announcer table. Through the announce table. Yeah. And then it's like, Shane's the winner because he fell through and you know his feet touched the floor yeah. first. Yeah. And then Miz is at the top of the cage being like, oh, man. Well, if they do that, then they got to keep the feud going. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll put it in Hell in a Cell. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> man. Now that you mention it, that's, that, that's, that's very well likely. That's, that's, Vince, that's very likely. That's Vince McMahon booking one hundred and one. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see how the match goes. It's going to be a fine match. Yeah. I, I mean, the Miz and Shane McMahon—they're both decent wrestlers, so I, yeah. I have no problem with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's move on to the ladies. Ew. Uh We've got the ladies' money in the bank match. Uh, for the uh, women's championship contract, we've got Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. So uh, again, just like with the men's, uh, any uh, the the winner who pulls down the Money in the Bank briefcase will get a future shot mm-hmm. at the title. Um, so is there anybody here who stands out to us? Um, well, we did mention it on, on last episode. Uh, the two that I could see winning and really would prefer to win out of the six of, or eight? Eight. Eight, eight yeah. of these ladies uh, would be Ember Moon or Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Ember Moon, because she has the talent and she's never pushed. Yeah. Alexa Bliss, because she's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, I, I <laughs> You know? No, I agree. Uh, Alexa Bliss would be a good foil to to Becky, and they've had a lot of back and forth exchanges online. Which again, that's how they're building some of these feuds nowadays. Yeah. Is you know, hey, it's on Twitter. They've got beef, so let's you know, let's have them hash it out in real life now. Yeah, um, I could also see Bailey doing it. I think I think Bailey needs to have a, a step up 
somewhere yeah. in which it makes her look better than what she is. I think she's on uh, the up now. Um, I, th- I think she's getting herself there. She just needs that marquee win to make it happen. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I could definitely see it being Bliss. There's a lot of people who are like, yeah, it could be Dana Brooke, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Dana Brooke might be in line to get a push. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I do like the idea of, uh, of Bailey winning it, though. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a really good way of still keeping her hot and fresh while uh, you just, like, decimated her tag team, you know? <laughs> so... Yeah, I like that. Right. Yeah, no Sasha Banks here. Um, yeah. They, they could not no. pull the rabbit out of the hat. No. Unless we all get a big surprise and there's a ninth entrant, a mystery. Oh, snap. Ninth entrant, and we get, we get Sasha Banks somehow. But I don't know what the chances of that look like. Probably slim. Very slim, yeah. That's what I would think. Mm. Man. At, at this point, I don't even know if Sasha would be... Uh, like game for that, you know. True. It, it really just seems like she's trying to cut ties and jump ship. But that, I mean, I wouldn't blame her. Yeah. Um, and yeah. AEW needs a a women's uh like a like a, a superstar to really put over the top. Yeah. Uh, their women's division. And, and Sasha Banks could be the the Dean Ambrose of the women's division. You know, Possibly. the the huge WWE acquisition. Possibly. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll we'll see what John Moxley's up to too. You know, I mean, um, I oh, John Moxley, sorry. I know, I know, <sighs> we're, I know we're sued. <laughs> I know we're tangenting a little bit here, but uh, I mean, I do, I still do think that AEW would be a great fit for him. Um, it's just a matter of timing and seeing when it would happen. I still think that AEW made that trailer. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a lot of people who think that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, that'll be exciting. Next week we'll actually be covering Double or Nothing. Yep. Uh, so we'll we'll cover Double or Nothing uh, for the show, and then we'll watch Money in the Bank, and we'll we'll talk we'll talk about it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> um, let's see here. So we have we're down to the last couple matches here: Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Yeah. This feud's been pretty interesting, and and Kofi's really been the fighting champion that Seth Rollins uh, said that he wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Kofi's defended the title against uh, Seth himself. Uh, He's defended the title against um, Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. And then on SmackDown this past week, he defended the title against both AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. So Kofi's... Kofi's killing it. Kofi's killing it, really. He's been having a really, really solid week, for sure. I enjoy it, um, but you have Kevin Owens, who he's he's a, a dastardly man. Yeah, yeah. You know, he. Uh, do we see a title change here? No, no, no. Okay, I don't. Uh, I, I do see this uh, feud going on longer, mm-hmm. um, but I think Kofi's going to retain here okay. and uh, just kind of continue on with the with the feud with Owens. Um, mm-hmm. I still think it would have been a much better idea to have. Uh, Owen stay babyface for a little bit longer, uh, really, really get the fans on his side, and then he'll turn pretty mm-hmm. much in the exact same way that he already did, mm-hmm. uh, but just maybe like a pay per view or two longer. You know, I w- could see that it, it would have had a much bigger impact, I think, and this match ex- uh, especially would have had a much bigger impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's going to be a fine match. Um, I don't see Kevin Owens retaining here, mm-hmm. but I also don't. This isn't going to be the last 
of this feud that we see for sure. Right. Well, and I and I could definitely see. I know we talked about oh, you know, we don't really want to have shenanigans, but this would be another occasion where I could see them doing shenanigans, where yeah. it's like, okay, well, we gotta build the feud again. We gotta continue this and keep it going. Make Kevin Owens, you know, Kofi's arch nemesis here, mm-hmm. and Kevin Owens just um, completely waffles Kofi. Completely takes out Xavier Woods, starts power bombing people through tables, uses chair, uses all sorts of stuff. Yeah, really beats down Kofi, um, and he maybe he steals the title, and Kofi's like, "Well, that's mine," you know, and that's how the feud continues from yeah. there. I don't know, yeah, but I could definitely see shenanigans going down. Absolutely, for sure. I mean, you can pretty much see shenanigans in uh, <laughs> most WWE matches. You know, it's honestly, com- it's completely shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> the whole show, it's all shenanigans. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. It's yeah. gonna be a good one. Oh, it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be the second best match on the card, I think. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Um, what, what would you guess would be my number one match for the card? Uh, it'll be a match that we haven't yet covered, perhaps. Mm. Um, I mean, I do think the men's money in the bank has a lot of potential. Yeah. For sure. That's the one that I'm going with. Okay. For, for number one, honestly. Okay. I love ladder matches. I like um, money in the bank specifically. And uh, a lot of great guys on there. So, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped about that match. Yeah, I am too. It'll be great for but no, sure. Be- Becky Lynn, Charlotte Flair, the match is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, every time you have both of these women in a ring, it's yeah. fantastic. They've got so, great chemistry. They have really great chemistry for sure. Um, I don't, just to throw that out there, I don't see Becky losing either title uh-huh. at, at Money at the Bank. She's still going to remain Becky Two Belts. Mm-hmm. I hope this puts a freeze on the whole Charlotte Becky thing for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. Um, for sure, mm-hmm. it would be it would be interesting to see if Becky finally evolves full circle to where they wanted her to be in the in the, in the first place, and over time become a heel. So that way, later in the future, you can switch Charlotte back to face, yeah. make her make her have some, you know some sympathy, mm-hmm. and you know have like another match between her and Charlotte, reactivate that. Yeah. Maybe possibly. really the biggest thing that that I'm hoping for out of this, like the entire money of the bank, is that this will give, uh, this will give Becky and WWE the validity that they need uh-huh. to unify the women's championship. I hope because so. Becky won both belts in one match. Now she's defending both belts in two separate matches. Yeah, she has defended both belts. Yeah, she is undeniably the SmackDown and Raw Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Let's unify that belt. Well, should we, in doing so, and again, we're tangenting, mm-hmm. but... Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, because uh, I, I want to explore this here. Mm-hmm. Um, in doing so, would you end the brand split and start unifying the other titles too? Oh, man. I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point, because that would be the natural next step towards that. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, no. Yeah. And I would I would still have the, the brand split, um, but I would, I would have traveling champions, you know? Okay. If you win the belt, you're no longer on Raw or SmackDown. You're on both. Right. And, okay. And you're you are where the number one contender is. So there is a there there's a definite distinction then, for sure that we should have, um, we can unify the titles, but that doesn't mean that we're ending the 
right. grand split. Right. Okay. And, and that would bring on a more. It, this is like golden pie in the sky. <laughs> how I wish it would go down. Right. Um. But and then there would actually be a, a set. Um. Rule set for uh, number one contendership. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that would work out. I think we talked once about like, hey, yeah, p- pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. Let's have like, let's have like contenders rankings mm-hmm. for different titles. Yep, yep. Um, but uh, I do think that it would be quite interesting if you did have like one heavyweight champion or WWE champion, you know, the IC champion the tag champions mm-hmm. that kind of thing I think that yeah. would be a, a nice thing to have like a, like you said a traveling title yeah and um, only two two traveling titles the the women's unified uh-huh. champion and the men's unified champion and then you still have uh, you know the intercontinental on Smackdown uh-huh. United States on on Raw uh-huh. and then the two tag teams for both of them and yeah. what I was gonna say was Sorry. this. no you're fine uh, this could answer our questions earlier about hey what do you do at Survivor Series Maybe at Survivor Series, you should start unifying these titles. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Absolutely. You know, just throwing it out there, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you here. I don't see Becky Lynch losing either title um, at Money in the Bank. Um, last but not least, the match I think will most likely main event here, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the Universal title. Mm-hmm. If they give these two... The proper amount of time, you know, 20 minutes or so, I think that match would be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, really, th- this is one of those matches that would really benefit from just no shenanigans, nothing weird, just yeah. just a singles match, one-on-one. Uh, both of mm-hmm. these guys have the talent to put on an insanely good match, and they have before. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just, just leave them alone, put them in the ring, and let them go for it. Yeah. Even if this is a one-off where, like, at the end... AJ says, if AJ loses, AJ says, I just had to know if I had it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had to know if I could stand toe-to-toe yeah, yeah. And, and, and win the title. And that almost gives more validity <clears throat> to Rollins, too, yep. with, with an ending like that, too. Yeah, so absolutely. I think it'll be a great match. Um, I think that'll most likely be the match of the night for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens with Money in the Bank. I think those guys are going to do a great job. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I really do see them pulling out all the stops there. Hopefully they give them 20 minutes, maybe more, to do a really good yeah. AJ Styles-Seth Rollins match. No, this is going to be a good pay-per-view. I mean, there's really... Uh, can you bring the card back up? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's really only one match that, I, that I'm that i not excited for. <laughs> you know, at, out of 10 matches, yeah. one match I'm not excited for, and I'm excited for nine of them. Mm-hmm. It's a good card. Yeah. It's a good card. Good job, WWE. I'm excited. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. Um, you we want to do some uh if if wishes were fishes today, Stephen. I've got I've got my I don't have my wishes. Oh no. Let's start with yours. Okay. Yes. So this is a uh, this is <laughs> our our fun segment. If wishes were fishes, uh, where Stephen and I we make a wish, and uh, the the other will will rate it in terms of fish. Yes. <laughs> so, um, if wishes were fishes, um. I would uh I would like to see uh the two NXTs and I think they'll probably plan on doing more hopefully in the future. Um but I would like to see the NXT TV be its own thing, right? Mm. If you're paying the 9.99 subscription price to actually get the content that's worth getting from WWE, 
you know, I would like to see NXT spread its wings and fly, be its own thing. Um, you know, the UK division has had some great television recently, and they're getting really packed crowds headed to those shows in England. Uh, so, wrestling's really booming right now in uh, Europe. Um, obviously, we talked about progress earlier. I think that they, uh, they're doing very, very well. You'll see a lot of crossover between the people in progress and the, the people that are on NXT UK. Um, I just see it being more than what, um, than what people are giving it credit for. There's that whole stigma of, you know, well, you know, they're just buying up indie talent off the, the, the independent scene and stashing them away on NXT. Well, sure, that's fine and good and everything. You can still have guys promoted to the main roster from NXT, but I would like to see it stand up on its own. Um, and, and uh, yeah, really, really prosper. They're going to have that new takeover on June the 1st. Uh, I don't believe there's going to be any... Um, I don't believe there's going to be any kind of uh, WWE pay-per-view building next to it. Uh, so it'll be kind of a standalone thing. We'll have to see how well the NXT show on June 1st does and kind of go from there. I was trying to find the uh, the... the that like list of all the Caribbean wildlife uh, that, that one of our followers was, was so nice to tweet at us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't find it. Uh, it would have been from weeks ago. It would have been from weeks ago. Yeah, oh, maybe, maybe a week or two ago. Man. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with probably the only other fish that I know off the top of my head. Oh, yeah? And uh, yeah, I really, really like that. I'm going to go five trouts, five rainbow trouts. Oh, rainbow trouts. Five rainbow trouts. Um, cause they're, they look cool. Yeah. But no, I think that's a really good idea. Um, especially with AEW on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, an NXT TV, like dot com yeah. or, or something would be fantastic and, and mm. a really good way to, uh, you know, compete, I guess. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. All right. So Steven, what do you feel for, for if wishes were fish? If you had a wish. Yeah. And so I the, could give you fish for it. Oh, We'll have to find out what kind of fish. Okay, let's let's see what kind of fish we're looking at. So this is kind of a weird one, but I think it would be yeah. really cool just because it's two completely opposite, um, I guess, mind frames. But we have the the firehouse or Firefly Funhouse uh, going on with Bray Wyatt on Raw right now, which is pretty much the only reason to watch Raw <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I think it's really great, and, and it's going to turn into. Uh, Something super demonic and super creepy and uh, super back backwoods. <laughs> oh yeah! And uh, one feud that I think would be really really cool once Bray Wyatt does finally transform uh, back into his old self or into something new, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, Bray Wyatt with Biggie Langston. Huh. I think that would be a really really cool feud, just because it's two completely opposite ideals. Yeah. You know, and. I'm just having images of like Bray Wyatt crumbling, uh, crumbling pancakes <laughs> over Biggie Langston's uh, unmoving body, and, and I don't know. It just seems really cool. I think they could do it correctly. So it, yeah, no, I mean it, that that would be awesome. <laughs> Maybe he starts feeding it to like the 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 buzzard that lives inside the yeah, box. Like he's yeah. like, 
hey, here's some pancakes. And he starts, starts like, jamming it into, like, the pancakes into his mouth. Yeah. And then, like, the other little dolls are like, oh, no, what are you doing, Bray? He's like, oh, I'm starting to lose it. <laughs> yeah. Or they have the, 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 that witch. <laughs> what's, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember. Have, have the witch feed him? Yeah. Feed him pancakes? <laughs> oh, man. They could do, like, a whole puppet show on the side of the ring, on the ring apron. Biggie's, like, looking all confused, like, what, what's going on? What do you got? Why do you have my pancakes? I'd be down. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> It'd be it two two big men colliding yeah. for sure. I really don't I don't know who they would put Bray Wyatt with once he does. That is an interesting question. Yeah. Um I if, don't even necessarily know if Biggie Langston would be the best person to be with, but at the very least we'd be getting a, a very interesting feud. We'd have to know where he's headed to. I mean I'm gonna. You mean like SmackDown Raw wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they've been playing the promos on both. Exactly. So, um, so it'll be that would be interesting. I don't know where he would go. Um, I mean, I think you could always, um, you know, you could always redo the Randy Orton stuff because there was um, there was a picture uh, or, or when um, when Bray was doing one of the Firefly Funhouse, um, uh, he. Um, he drew here. He 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 made this painting or whatever. He's like, look at my painting, and it was of the sister Abigail's cabin being mm-hmm. lit on fire uh, by Randy Orton. Right. Yeah. You know, so I think there might be something there. I see. Um, okay. So you know, it'll be. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that seven pufferfish. Seven pufferfish. Yes. Yeah, what se- kind of pufferfish? Um, uh, I, I actually don't know what. what I, mean, I thought pufferfish were just like one thing. No, oh, there's m- like there's like hundreds. Okay. Well, so what's the what's the weirdest looking pufferfish? Uh, an imbu puffer. An imbu it, it is pretty pretty weird looking. Yeah. Google it. How do you spell that, Steve? E M B U. We actually have two of them. Pufferfish in our. Our like jungle of aquariums it, that we have at our house. If you if you're following along with me here, yeah, there it is. Yeah, the Embu pufferfish, ladies and gentlemen. That's spelled M B U. Yeah. Uh, M is in Mary B. Boy, U umbrella. Embu pufferfish. Yeah, this thing's kind of crazy looking. Yeah, it's a little wacky, right? Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm giving it. Uh, I'm giving it these seven Embu pufferfish here, simply because Bray Wyatt's just a weird guy. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, that that would be uh, that'd be quite a feud. You got to have a weird fish to go with a weird feud. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? It's worth the pancakes. And you know what? When those pufferfish blow up, they're round like they ate a bunch of pancakes. True. So true. I, there you go. I think we got something there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you went with probably the best fish for that response. Uh, that was beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, we have quite a large mailbag this week, ladies and gentlemen. So we wanted to reserve enough time to make sure that we could cover all your questions. And we do greatly appreciate um, you guys uh, affording us your questions. Always. Thank you. Guys. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, so, uh, let's get right down to it. Let me pull up the mailbag here. Oh, it's a big mailbag. Oh, that's a a big sack. That's a big, (laughs) full of mail. (laughs) Like, M-A-L-E? Or full of (laughs) M-A-I-L? (laughs) M-A-I-L. Please, Steven. This is a family show. Big sack of mail. (laughs) Big sack of mail. Jeez. (laughs) Um, so, let's get right into it here. 
the MG experience. Um, if he's on Twitter at the illustrious G40 asks, should MLW major league wrestling or new Japan pro wrestling have a women's division? Um, I'm actually all for new Japan having a women's division for sure. Yeah. Um, the, uh, they would have to sign up a bunch of talent though. Uh, cause there's a lot of organizations around the world who um, have been buying up women's talent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And especially mm-hmm. with, like, uh, WWE and AEW, mm-hmm. how how much uh, focus WWE has been putting on the women's division yep. and AEW is going to, yep. um, a lot of the talent that, that's really huge has been bought already yep. or, or has been acquired. Um, I'm definitely for the idea. Yeah. Uh, New Japan puts on some of the best matches I've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't see why a women's division would be any less than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be great, but yeah, it does kind of bring up, you know, kind of a an obstacle, I guess. Right. Well, and I don't see, I don't see having. While it is a great thing, I don't see having a women's division as being a hundred percent necessary. And that's right. nothing against the ladies, obviously, but. New Japan is kind of unique in itself in that nobody else, well, I mean, WWE has 205 Live, but nobody else really promotes a juniors division right. like what New Japan does. So mm-hmm. they have a lot of irons in their own fire right now. Um, they, they also have a six-man tag title, you know, <laughs> division. That's something. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so there is a place for women's wrestling, and I think it would be unique to have that in New Japan. Um, MLW kind of the same case, right? Like that they, they need to foster an environment for them to have the women's talent first. Mm-hmm. And I think once either or both do, uh, I think that would be a huge announcement and a, a pretty big game changer for either company. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, let me see here. So thank you for your question. Uh, the MG experience again, he's at the illustrious G 40 on Twitter. So go ahead and give him a follow. Um, let me see here. We've got, a couple questions here from the um, the last draft standing uh, on Twitter. Again, they are at last draft stand. Uh, their first question here uh, actually relates to the wild card rule. Mm. <laughs> uh, do you think it would be best for WWE to end the the brand split, considering the new wild card rule? I think we we answered that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think we're both of the opinion that it's it would be better off. To keep a brand split, mm-hmm. but have unified titles, yeah, uh, and for the champ to travel, you know, between there to have um, a ranking system where you can be like, okay, well, these are the guys who are in line for an IC title match. These mm-hmm. are the guys who are in line for the WWE title match. These are the top tag teams. These are the top ladies. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that would make a lot more sense. And because UFC kind of has a similar kind of model on how they determine, you know, who's in line for a title shot, right? That would only make the most sense. Yeah. And UFC has a much bigger roster than WWE does. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, they also asked, again, this is last draft stand on Twitter. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Planets Tag Team Champions and what uh, it could do for the SmackDown Tag Division? Um, Very weird. It was... Uh, <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. Yeah, I mean... We we talked a little bit about this before. I just mm-hmm. think it's kind of weird how like instead of just bolstering your tag team division, you just instead create mm-hmm. a team with a guy who has a big name, 
and, and try to kind of artificially inflate your your tag team division. Yeah, you got great tag teams. Just push them. Yeah, you know, like this is true, but at the same time, SmackDown really doesn't have good tag teams. They've anymore. got the, v- lost the Usos. Yeah, they lost the Usos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got the B team. They've got Heavy Machinery, and I think Heavy Machinery is going to be the ones who are going to feud with it's the Plants Champions first. Yeah, um, and then you've got who else? Shinsuke and Rusev. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. So, um, either call up Mustache Mountain, like we suggested last mm-hmm. week, um, or bring up some other tag teams, because uh, right now, the tag division is looking kind of weak. It's just, I don't know. Dan- Particularly on SmackDown. For me, Daniel Bryan's a, a singles competitor. And yeah. I don't, I'm True. not like upset that he's in a tag team now, but that's not why I like Daniel Bryan. And... I don't know. The The titles mean something now because you said they do, not because they mean something. You know what I mean? Yeah, they did put themselves into a bit of a pickle there. Yeah. They should have... Look, it would have been a lot cleaner if they were like... Yeah, they win the tag titles. Right. right? Um, not just that they were given by Shane mm-hmm. and said it was true. I think that that's probably what put them down the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do like it as an interesting angle. And I do want to see where it plays out. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm just excited that um, Heavy Machinery is going to finally get something. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, steaks and weights, baby. Steaks, steaks and weights. <laughs> steaks and weights. I go. cannot talk today. That's okay. It's okay. Goodness. Bland split. Bland split. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Flashback Wrestling on Twitter asks... And this is, uh, uh, they are at FBW Podcast, mm-hmm. Flashback Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they ask, do you think it would be a good idea to bring back King of the Ring? Maybe tweak it and make the winner get an automatic title shot at SummerSlam. Um, so, you would ask me off air, because you didn't remember too much about King of mm-hmm. the Ring. Um, I've seen some great King of the Rings in my uh, years of watching wrestling. Um, and from what I'm aware of i think this would be um in all honesty um we talked about a couple weeks back about building tournaments and that kind of thing mm-hmm. um i think this would be a great way to make new stars absolutely to have king of the ring i know we've had the worlds collide uh, uh shows like that on wwe network where you have like 205 live and nxt and nxt uk talent competing mm-hmm. I think the the next logical direction in that would be having a tournament like King of the Ring come back, or or even just a whole new tournament in general. Yeah. Uh, so again, so that way you can make new stars. No, absolutely. Um, let's, we go ahead. Let, let, let's do this on like actual cable network, so that way people can be like, oh wow, you know. Cesaro really is great. Mm-hmm. Or did you see, you know, that Buddy Murphy match? Or yeah. uh, Cedric Alexander looked fantastic. You know, yeah, I, th- I think that that's how you make stars. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree with all that. I-, I think King of the Ring would be a really, really good way to um, really solve two problems: the the entire uh, you know number one contendership thing that mm-hmm. is pretty much non-existent at this point. And then also, like you said, uh, star power and building stars. Um, those are two huge problems in, in the WWE roster right now. Mm-hmm. And that would not necessarily solve them, mm-hmm. but be well on the way to getting better. 
A uh, quick side note, our mm. friends, uh, the Last Draft Standing podcast, who uh, wrote in their questions. Again, thank you all for your questions, by the way. We really appreciate doing a mailbag section for everybody. Uh, they they actually wrote in a uh, If Wishes Were Fishes. Oh, snap. Uh, yeah, so they they, uh, they said that uh, they wish WWE would build more stars uh, and wins and losses actually mean, uh, mean something uh, again. Uh, I can't agree more. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give that. Uh, I'm gonna give that uh, one megalodon, like we talked about uh, on the initial. If we were fishes, two, no, ten lionfish. Lionfish? Yeah, those are pretty fish too. No, they are pretty fish. Yeah, I, like you said, I couldn't agree more. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, that is. Uh, that's pretty much verbatim what needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> really. You know, I mean, that's that's that is how you get back to having good content. Uh, and, and good programming for wrestling, one mm-hmm. like yeah. that's yeah. that's how you should build wrestling, um, in my professional opinion. So last last draft standing, one megalodon and ten lionfish. That's a lot of fish. That is a lot of fish. Yeah, that that you know <laughs> that's a lot of fish. <laughs> um, let me see here. Philly Sports Passion Podcast asks, Hey, great to hear from y'all again. Yeah. Uh, again, that's uh, at Philly SP Podcast. They ask, "Does WWE need to do away with the brand split?" I think this is. Uh, I think at SummerSlam, that's where the brand split should end. All titles should be won. Um, ooh, all titles should be won. So, like, hmm. they like, they need to make the IC title mean something again, like they did twenty years ago, not just something that's just a. It just seems like it's a just a jobber title, not. Uh, no more U.S. title. They're saying too. Hmm. Um, I, I think what the, what they mean is kind of like what we talked about earlier too, where it's like, you know, yes, unifying the titles is is you know the I think the solution. That's the logical step. I, I, yeah. th- I think that's a good logical solution to make things interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, should it happen as soon as SummerSlam? I I mean, it just depends on how much more damaging their ratings become. You know, I mean, I would like to ideally see it at, at Survivor Series, like mm-hmm. we talked about, because I think that that's, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, I don't really see the IC title being a jobber title, per se. Finn, I, I wouldn't consider Finn a jobber. Um, but but um, I'm hoping that I mean, he it was brings... on Bobby Lashley not too long ago. <laughs> so. I, I do hope that Finn brings the title more reverence. Yeah, I, I think out of out of all the people who have held it in the last you know six months or year or whatever, yeah. I think Finn does have the potential to bring it back to its mm-hmm. uh, I guess former glory. Um, I definitely don't agree with the no U.S. title though. Uh, hmm. I, I like the U.S. title. Um, I, I think the number of titles. Um, if we if they were to unify them, I think the number of titles would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like having the kind of sub tier um, title that's not like the huge WWE Championship, but it is an Intercontinental Championship. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, I like having those mid tier championships. Uh, the problem themselves is not the championships, but the way mm. the the title scene is booked. Mm. You know. Okay. No, I mean I, I could definitely see your point there. Um, let me see here. Ooh, <laughs> uh, let's let's give it a let's give this one a try. Uh, uh, Anthony and Alex, um, they are at AA Talk Stuff on Twitter. The Anthony and Alex show, uh, great great show by the way. All of these are great shows. Great guys. Uh, yeah, Anthony and Alex are good friends of ours. Um, they asked us to fantasy book Tyler Breeze into the main event of next year's WrestleMania. 
Boy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh. This one really stumps me. Yeah. Um, so here's what you could do. Like I said, you make wins and losses mean something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have Tyler Breeze just go on a huge hot streak, right? He starts maybe feuding with... Um, well, I think Tyler Breeze is actually going to NXT, so that's a bit tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but say he stayed on the main roster. Um, maybe he could start off small, picking up the odd win over uh, guys like Robert Roode, uh, guys like Eric Young, kind of build up some momentum. You know, maybe uh, maybe Samoa Joe drops his title to Ray, and then Tyler Breeze gets a huge win over Joe and just kind of builds this wave of momentum up to the title. Uh, wins uh, the Royal Rumble somehow, and then faces uh, maybe Seth Rollins or AJ Styles at next year's WrestleMania. Uh, that's that's a tough one. Tyler Breeze. I mean, there, nothing against the guy because he's he's wildly uh, talented mm. for sure, uh, and the, and he certainly deserves to still be in that company. And I think NXT is the best spot for him uh, for sure, but. Uh, yeah, um, that would be tough to get Tyler Breeze back up and running off the ground. Yeah. Oh, uh, you could, you could, Mm. um, you know how they were doing like the fashion police with like him and Fandango? Yeah. Well, we were talking about having that Daniel Bryan tag team title match main event WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe we get the payoff of like some kind of weird fashion mystery. Uh, between uh, with Fandango and Tyler Breeze, they reunite the Fashion Police, and they you know they discover that you know the people who've been doing all the wrong in WWE is Daniel Bryan, and they they put the titles on the line, and the Fashion Police won the titles. Am I wrong to want this? I think it would be great. I think it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I think you solved it right I think there. You solved it. <laughs> Live in Tampa, Florida, the Fashion Police main eventing WrestleMania 36. Fashion Police versus the Planet Champions. The Planet Champions. Be, I like it. It'd be great. I like it. Good question, guys. Good question. <laughs> that was a, that, that one stumped me. Um, Clotheslined uh, asks, and they are at Clotheslined D on Twitter. Uh, great comfy shirts, by the way. They, they they produce wonderful, wonderfully made shirts. Um, they ask, do you think the Money in the Bank contract has run its course? It's been 15 years or so. The winners are no longer guaranteed to be the next champion. Should it be retired? Um, a couple things. I think it's I think it's unique and interesting when the winners don't necessarily win the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a bit more drama to it. And maybe WWE, and again, we're playing armchair quarterback here, but maybe they could have done a little bit more over the last 10, 15 years or so. You know, not every person who wins Money in the Bank has to become the champion. Right. Um, I mean, I could I could see it running a little bit off course, though. I mean, honestly, for me, Money in the Bank is one of the, the like, coolest pay-per-views in my opinion yeah uh, i really like the idea of the match and everything like that um with i mean i'll just say it with, with wwe's ratings going down and and some of the hardships that they've had recently i don't necessarily think that something that's been proven to work uh should be put by the wayside you know um 
WWE is going to have a lot of competition very, very, very soon. Yep. And I think they need to double down on the things that have been proven to work, with Money in the Bank being one of those. Mm. Okay. I mean, that, I, I do agree, and it does help move things along. And, uh, again, I think that is a, a good tool, of course, too, mm. to help build new talent. Yeah, absolutely. They just, they just haven't done it. This is a this would be a great year for them uh, to really make something like that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so appreciate the question, guys, and uh, you know I look forward to maybe picking up a couple of your shirts someday. Yeah. They're very comfy, I hear. Um, let me see here. Where are we now? Um, Sports Opinions Podcast. Uh, they uh, they've written to us again. Uh, big shout out again to you guys as well. Um, they are on Twitter at Sports Opinion Thirty. They ask if the XFL has real success. Do you see Vince giving up control of WWE and focusing only on XFL? Um, no. no, I don't. I think it's possible. Um, he's probably going to spend close to. Uh, I mean, there's been people projecting anywhere between three hundred fifty and upwards of five hundred million dollars over the course of three years on doing the XFL. Mm-hmm. Just to try and I mean Vince says he's a big football guy. I have my doubts a little bit. Um but I think he really wants to right the wrongs from his past uh, and how badly XFL failed the first time around. Mm. Um uh, I could see that happening, or I could see more or less maybe some kind of intervention uh, with the family being like, hey, listen, you're 70 plus years old, you know, uh, you, you're running two businesses at the same time. They're t- both taking a bunch of, of your attention away. He already works until four in the morning most nights, you know. It, mm-hmm. it's It just seems to me like... It may have to come to that. Yeah, where, where I mean, like, if the question was, do you see Vince willingly yeah. giving up control? No, no I don't. No. Uh, but it may just come to fruition that that's what needs to happen. Right. You know, And it depends on what you mean by control, right? Like, he's right. never not going to be the owner until, you know, until the one day where there's no longer a Vince McMahon. Right. You know, he's never not going to ever not be the owner. Mm. But I do see him giving up the day-to-day controls over the things that he's used to doing. Yeah, I really I really think it's going to come down to the success of uh of XFL. Yeah. You know, if it does take off, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Uh last question here. Uh we have uh uh Lee uh, uh Mawen uh from on Twitter. He is at the Lee uh, Mawen. Uh he asks or the, the Lee W Mawen rather. Um asks uh, what can the WWE do to make most, if not all, its fans happy? Um, that's that is impossible. <laughs> I think they can make most of their fans happy, with certain caveats here. I think that they would have to certainly try their best to again make wins and losses count. Mm-hmm. That's step one. You have to make wins and losses matter. Uh, step two, um, give make superstars or or not even just make superstars, but um, I guess put us into a position where we can care about what's going on storyline wise. Mm-hmm. Write good stories. Yeah, right. Um, I think he. I think Vince needs to stop listening to people who 
will only tell him what he wants to hear. Um, and I think that you have to have possibly coming down to it being Triple H who simply just runs the day-to-day broadcasting of the shows, yeah. the writing team, make him be the guy who calls the shots on what you actually see on TV, and Vince simply is just the owner. Like, you know, He has the overriding power to veto something, but that's that's what he has. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what would make fans, yeah, most I, fans happy. I heard make all fans happy. Uh, to make most, if not all. Right, right. I, I get that now. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not impossible. Yeah. Um, but there, there would have to be a lot of changes going forward. I think if you wanted to make most fans happy, um, you know, there's a lot of fans. You know, there's a lot of people that just like WWE. And they're not like us. They don't sit down and and have an analytical conversation. They don't really look back yeah. too much. They just they watch the show. They dig it. They wait till next week and they dig that one too. Um, so I don't know. It it's definitely not impossible, but mm-hmm. to get to a lot of the the kind of analytical fans or or the almost super fans, yeah, to get them happy. That's a lot. Yeah. There's going to have to be a lot of changes, honestly. True. Baby steps. One one day at a time. Yeah. Thank you for your question again. Uh, That was from Lee Mowen. Um, uh, Just wanted to give another quick shout out here. Uh, I know that we're we're working really hard to make things happen for you guys. We plan on doing some interviews with a lot of these guys who who are writing in, um, like like A Talk stuff. We're going to have interviews with them. Uh, Another... A few podcasts out there, so we want to you know help spread the word, yeah, and and make sure we can give you uh, people from other points of view uh, sharing that. And we're we'll, we're planning some pretty fun segments. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, so uh, look for those interviews. Uh, we might be doing some some two a weeks, you know, where you'll get some episodes dropping on Wednesdays and Sundays. Yep. Uh, from from here on out, uh, we'll just have to wait and see how this builds. But um, uh, while you are interested. Uh, definitely check out uh, us on um, uh, the uh, we're, we're actually on a forum now uh, which I think is pretty awesome um, uh, overtimeheroics.com slash forums you can check us out there we, we write some stuff on occasion uh, for the forums uh, we want to make sure that people are digging it <laughs> you know uh, and uh, check those out have a discussion with us have a discussion yeah. with other podcasts yep. other writers um, other people in the scene, and it's not just for wrestling either. It's for basketball, baseball, football. Um, I'm big into soccer myself. I'm a big uh, Liverpool fan from the English Premier League. Um, you know, they did not win the league this year, um, but uh, I'm always on that site too. Uh, you know, writing away on the forums. Uh, so no matter the sport, they've got you pretty much covered there on um, uh, the uh, OvertimeHeroics.com/forums. So definitely check those guys out there. Um, Stephen, do you have any final thoughts? No, not really. Speechless. Speechless. <laughs> well, we want to thank all you guys for for listening again. Uh, thank you. Thanks to those who wrote us in on uh, for our mailbag section, and thank you for again listening and for all your love and support. We greatly appreciate each and every one of you who downloads our our, our episodes. Again, we are available on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, if you have a question for our mailbag section, uh, you can write us in um, at headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. 
that is at Headlock Talk on Twitter. We were recently guests on uh, Queen's Court with the Queen of NE, uh, so definitely make sure to check us out there um, on uh, uh, her show. Uh, again, that's Queen's Court. Um, uh, you can find her on Twitter uh, at Queen of, N- of NE. Um, you can also uh, check her out on Brainbuster Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, that's at Brainbuster Radio, or you can search Brainbuster Radio on Spotify or on iTunes, uh, whichever you prefer. But yes, we were on an episode of Queen's Court, Bad Boys for Life. We talk about uh, the business of being a heel mm-hmm. uh, and what that means, and some of our favorite heels there. So make some sure of our that, least favorite, some of our least favorite <laughs> heels too. So be sure to check us out there. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay in tune for more great wrestling content. And until next time, I'm Tanner. To my right, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. And later, y'all. Later. Kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home. Lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com.